And it's Manny Hill. I'm joined by the Executive Director for Transportation for Minneapolis Public Schools, Lisa Beck, uh, joining me here on Jazz 88. And uh, Lisa, let's just get right into it. First of all, thank you for the time. I, I know certainly a busy time for you these days as uh, we're just we're just weeks away from school starting and, um, you know, so much has to be uh, taken care of and, and worked out. And uh, I mean, first off, before we get in sort of into the sort of the meat and potatoes of everything, how has this preparation been for you and your department here early on? Um, obviously, we're coming off such a such a strange year last year with the pandemic and everything. It's true. It <laughs> yeah, it's so it's so now we're yeah. kind of back to normal in that we're not <laughs> completely um, socially distanced. But you know, how is you know preparing for this upcoming year been for you and your department? Well, I mean, one, we're excited to get back to school and get back to work and being together. Um, so staff have been pretty excited about that. Um, you know, collecting transportation information at the end of last school year was was unique to us because, you know, not everybody, not all students were in class. Uh, there was many that were still distance learning. Um, families were still deciding what they wanted to do. So uh, every way that it could be uh, um, challenging and interesting, I think it has been. Um, on top of that, uh, the pandemic issues uh, with COVID, we also are going into the redesign with all new boundaries um, for our schools that, that we've been working on for quite a few years now. And so the combination of the two has been um, uh, challenging and we hope rewarding by the time we get back to school. And you mentioned the redesign. What can you tell us about how that has changed now for this school year and how that has affected uh, how transportation will be going forward? Well, with the redesign and the, the new boundaries of really bringing communities together in their school districts, moving the magnet schools to a central location in the city or a more central location in the city um, has a tremendous impact on transportation. Um, many of uh, the schools and programs were all citywide transportation. So we did millions of miles a year um, to move kids around. Uh, and so that presented challenges. It has a monetary tie to it um, where the new redesign really allows us to have um, quicker and more efficient uh, busing to the community schools. And with the magnet schools being in a more centrally located, um, that cuts our mileage, our time on buses, our, the money we spend on fuel. Um, so although the redesign brings many pluses to our families, uh, more of a sense of community, um, a better uh, educational, equitable education to our students, it, it does have a tremendous impact on, on uh, transportation and that money can be used elsewhere back on the academic side. So we're very excited about these changes. Um, although there are challenges to launch, uh, challenging to launch sometimes, I think it, it will be it will be beneficial for everybody. And what can you tell me specifically about, you know, some of the biggest the, the biggest differences in the redesign versus uh, previous years? So in the redesign, many of the boundaries for each community school um, is relatively small versus being citywide or or at least half of the city. Um, so we are able to run much fewer, many, we are able to run fewer bus routes to get the same number of kids to school um, because the distance uh, 
from the physical school is, is much shorter. So I think you will see um, shorter bus rides. I think that you will see, um, you know, more kids on at the bus stops because they're all coming from the same community. So I think that um, I think that will be a positive all around. Talking with Lisa Beck, the executive director of transportation for Minneapolis Public Schools. Just a few more for Lisa. And uh, obviously, uh, the big talk now with MPS is uh, hiring bus drivers. And that has uh, certainly been, I, I understand, it's certainly a challenge for you guys being able to get enough uh, drivers in ready for the school year here. Right. Um, and it's not that a driver shortage is anything unusual, but certainly the pandemic and COVID, um, you know, certainly compounded the problem. Um, you know, 80% of the school districts across the nation are, are having the same challenges as we are. Um, you know, we need roughly, we need roughly um, 150 drivers internally uh, that work for the school system, as well as some contractors to, de to deliver all the kids we need to. And we are at 99 uh, employees and we have three in training. So that still, even today, leaves me 47 drivers short of what we need to, to be able to take the kids to school. So, and then uh, when we deal with outside bus co service contracts, um, they are having the same shortage problem. Uh, in getting drivers in. So we've done a, a variety of things. We have done job fairs. We have gone to um, community events. We have done a variety of things. We've raised the hourly rate um, to uh, encourage drivers. We also are now providing a $3,000 signing bonus uh, to people that want to become bus drivers. You don't need to have a commercial driver's license. We will even pay you why we teach you how to get a commercial driver's license. We have a training, full training program in-house. Um, so um, I think that uh, we are trying to do everything we can to encourage uh, people that maybe don't know what kind of career they want or, or have something to offer, um, and finding a home for them here. <laughs> what do you attribute the shortage in drivers too? Is it anything specific? Is it economical? Is it just timing wise? Is the, the, how, you know, how much did the, did the pandemic sure. impact to that? What are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, I think it's, I think it's a little bit of all of those things, right? So it is not, uh, I think that uh, it is not the highest paying job. Uh, if you have a commercial driver's license, you might prefer to be a truck driver across the country might pay more. Um, what we do offer is, you know, we have a pension program that comes with it. And I think people aren't necessarily always aware of that. Um, it is a full-time job. Um, but I think that um, maybe we haven't been as good about letting people know about specifically what the job entails. Um, and then also, I think the, the pandemic has um, driven many people to retire prior to, you know, maybe they would have kept working. Mm -hmm. um, so that's, we've certainly had some drivers um, um, leave the school board because of that. Um, so I think it's a variety of things. Um, and like I said, this has been going on for at least five years in the industry. Um, so we're now looking at is there are there things legislatively we can do to try to encourage more uh you know make it a little bit easier for people to come a, a commercial driver's license holder um so a combination kind of a sad 
uh, answer, but true. And also, I do want to share that we're 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 trying to get the word out to families. They will start getting their bus information over the next week um, in robocalls and emails and texts if they've signed up for it to let them know what where is their child's uh, bus stop, what time it happens, and. Um, and we'd like to um, make sure we really push. We have something called Here Comes the Bus, and it's an app. And you can um, load that app on your phone and your student ID, and you can see a live picture of when your bus is coming into the geographic area uh, of, your, of your bus stop. Um, we can communicate with you via that app. And so with the driver shortage and the challenges coming into the year and, and new boundaries, the better we can have communication directly with families uh, via Here Comes the Bus app, um, the better off we are. If your bus is going to be late, if there's weather that's going to delay it, um, that's a way for us to communicate with you. And so we do want to, whenever we talk with people, we want to let them know that they can go to our website, they can get instructions about how to load this app. And uh, it's better for us, but it's also better for the family about knowing what's going on. So we're spending a lot of time making sure that all of those things happen um, and happen efficiently. Um, and in all honesty, we're very excited of, of our employees coming back next week. Uh, we have trainings every day. We're going over safety protocols in regards to, to COVID. We are still sanitizing our buses. Um, on a daily basis. We are still mandated to wear masks, our drivers and, and all the students that come on our buses, as well as public transportation, all need to be masked still. So we're trying our best to get everybody up to speed, remind them of all those uh, safety protocols. Um, there is not, um, we want to be upfront, there is not distancing on our buses. Um, it's not mandated by the state and, uh, and with a shortage of, of drivers. Um, that is that is a reality of riding the bus. We do have an a couple avenues for families to take. Um, if you can drive your child to school, um, there is an opt-out form on our line on our website. Um, it is very very helpful and allows us to redirect our resources to um, families that really need it. Um, we have an avenue where you can take your child or your neighborhood children to school and we do a reimbursement directly to the family for paying for per mile um, for kids to go to school. And so we are trying to communicate all of those things so that we can all work together to be as, um, as efficient and, and get those kids to school that need the assistance. So um, that is what we're doing every day um, and until school starts. And uh, it will be starting soon before it's before true. we know it. It's right around the it's corner. Very it's very true. It's uh, crazy to believe we're always or we're almost all the way through August now at this point. Uh, of I know the it's year. incredible to think about. I know it's it's crazy. Time has been going by so fast. That is the voice of Lisa Beck, the executive director of transportation for Minneapolis public schools. Lisa, thank you so much for the time. Best of Anytime. luck. Anytime. Yeah, best of luck uh, as uh, you continue to um, look for uh, some drivers, get get more drivers on board, and uh, hopefully we see, uh, we see a growth in that department. Thank you so much. Anytime. You have a great day.